Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. approach that attractive person across the way, but worried you'll be shut down or say the wrong thing? Or what about wanting to be in a healthy relationship, but you're scared to put yourself out there? And you might be so concerned about what other people think and feel that you stop yourself from doing something you secretly desire. And consequently, you don't progress in your life, which could include in your love life. And this is how you might be getting in your own way. Self-sabotage happens to everyone, and it happens when you are holding on to feelings of fear, guilt, or shame around achieving your goals and your dreams. And so it's important to understand that most forms of self-sabotage, by the way, are often unconscious, meaning you don't even know that you're doing it to yourself. And you think that something or someone else is keeping you from having what we want. But the answer is, ready for it? You, right? It often stems from you. And it comes from messages a lot that you received growing up. And it could be bad experiences that scarred you, a dysfunctional family system. And the self-sabotage then serves as a coping mechanism that is used to deal with stressful situations and past traumas. So I just got back from my co-ed dating retreat. And it was amazing to hear people's stories and how the negative messages they received growing up were impacting their dating life. It was really powerful. And a lot of people were breaking down both the men and the women. And there was one particular woman who experienced a lot of negative messages from her mom growing up and just didn't receive a lot of attention. And she was basically told to just buckle up and do it yourself. And so she would just you know, hunker down, go into her room and figure things out. And she also experienced significant losses, including the death of her husband and her best friend. So she was finding herself keeping people, and that included men, at a distance to protect herself from getting ridiculed, hurt. But mostly she was really scared of that abandonment because she had a lot of that. And so what I saw at the retreat was that she basically had her boxing gloves on, you know, like, I mean, she's this lovely woman who I know has this heart of gold, but the exterior became really rough. And so people were a little intimidated by her. She didn't do a lot of smiling, but when she softened and she tapped into her feminine power and allowed people to really like feel her as she like leaned into her vulnerability, people saw a whole different side of her and she kind of broke down and she realized realized that she had been using this as her love shield, basically, that she was protecting herself because really inside she didn't want to do it. She was just scared and she just blossomed just even in the three days that we saw her. And um, we just had our last class and she said, okay, I guess this stuff works because she went to a bar and she got hit on by three men. <laughs> this is the power of when we kind of are able to let things go and allow ourselves to really like be in ourselves is when we like really get out of our own way. And so in order to do that, 
know that anything you want in life starts and it ends with you. And the faster you recognize this, the faster you can begin asking yourself questions about why you are in your own way. So with me today is a very special man and friend, dear friend, who is going to help me talk about how to get out of your own way and shape the love life you desire. He is the personal discovery architect, the visionary and creator of Sculpting Your Life. The Sculpting Your Life experience is a personal discovery process that awakens you to the truth that you are the greatest obstacle to your success. And over the last 15 years, he has designated just all these processes. Like he's the most talented guy. <laughs> I can't even keep up with them to empower people to reset, rewire, and recode their super mind for success. And he does this by helping them identify the mind traps that sabotage them on a daily basis. He has spoken and shared stages with really big folks like and spiritual leaders, including Jack Canfield, the Dalai Lama, and Mark Victor Hansen, just to name a few. He was also, a little tidbit about him, Pink Floyd's tour manager. He overcame a drug addiction, and he wrote the very famous advertising song, Have You Driven a Ford Lately? I totally remember that. Welcome, Paul Hoffman. <laughs> Kim, it's so beautiful to be here. I'm getting goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Just oh my God. Well, now I have goosebumps. <laughs> it's so beautiful to be here and be with you and to hear you and, and to to really deepen uh, this beautiful relationship that we've created together, you and myself and my beautiful, my beautiful partner, Condora, uh, who you know extremely well. And and just to, to hear your your brilliance about creating relationships and and how people, you know, can actually live their epic ideal life, which is what I call it, by just simply getting out of their own freaking way. Because as you mentioned, you know, the biggest obstacle to success. Now, success could, you know, is not a word that I, when I say it, I don't mean it's like, you know, money success or business. Success in life could be business, relationships, spiritual, personal, mental, physical, whatever it might be, is you. And see, once you learn how to get out of your own way, then you get to sculpt the masterpiece known as you, because everybody is born a masterpiece and everybody is continued to be a masterpiece. But what happens is along the way, and you mentioned this in, in your opening, is you know we start to listen to those little small voices. I call them your, your little voices of negativity that start to tell you you're not enough. You will never manage, you'll never be enough or, or whatever it might be. And, and then all of a sudden you start believing that stuff. And all of a sudden you start waking up every day and living a life that's actually not a life that you want to live, but it's actually a life that somebody else is in, encouraging you to live. And, and the truth of the matter is, it's been my experience that, that anybody that tells me to do something, I run away from. Unless, of course, I trust and I believe and I, and, and I know how authentic they are. Because I like to play life my, by my rules, okay? Okay, and, 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 um, and in relationship, that's why I love what you do, Kim. I love what you do. Because, listen, I've been married twice, okay? My first marriage was eight months. That's another story we can get into at some point if you want to. Another podcast. My second, 
<laughs> and the second, my second marriage was 16 years. Okay. And I'm still, still actually very good friends with my ex-wife, second wife. Um, not so much my first wife because, um, uh, she actually experienced me through my, the darkness and the, 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 uh, the, the throes of my, um, drug addiction. And, um, so I can't really fault her for that. Okay. And, uh, and I can't really fault me for that. It just happened. But the whole idea of, of, you know, when you're in a relationship, relationships are, are very, 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 um, um, uh, they could be challenging, they can be inspiring, they can be empowering. But my vision or my version or my interpretation of relationship is whenever you're in a relationship with somebody, whoever it might be, whether it's romantic, or, uh, business, whatever, friendship, whatever, it's an opportunity for you to get to look at yourself. Mm. And... Yeah. And, and, you know, once you're able to look at yourself and based on your behavior in a relationship, now listen, man, I am no day at the beach all the time, but I am, I am a day at the beach most of the time. Okay. And it's all those times that I'm not a day at the beach that I get to look at my behavior, how I show up, what I, what, what I bring into a situation, whether I'm triggered and, and, and so forth and so on, all the stuff that you teach. And uh, so, but again, getting back to the, 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 the core thing that you were talking about, which is, you know what, love, love will show up for you once you get out of your own life. I love so much of what you said. And I, I just wanted to pause for a second because, you know, as you were like sharing your story and the thing that just lands with me is this whole notion of like sculpting your life and how we can make it a masterpiece. Because to me, that's where the empowerment is. You know, I think so many times people fall victim to, well, woe is me. Why do things happen to me? Or, you know, they blame other people, other circumstances, other things. And what you're saying and I believe is true too, is that actually you have the power to change that, shift that, and actually make it something positive for yourself. And I mean, and you shared a little bit about like you had, you had some dark moments and I would, I, if you don't mind, I'd love to hear just how you kind of rose from the ashes, so to speak yeah. from those dark moments, because I know a lot of people are in that and they, they find it hard to even like be able to envision a new sculpture. Absolutely. Well, you know, so so the, the interesting thing about, and I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'm, again, I'll, I'll tell you all, all the darkness. And because, you know, you can't have light unless there's darkness. And you can't have light unless there's darkness. Oh, I mean, true. you know, we know how that all works. So, so you know, so everything that happened to me, um, so I was a very, very successful uh, jingle writer. I'm a self-taught musician. I, I write songs through all these big personal development people. I got a brain technology that's been downloaded by more than 3 million people. I'd be happy to give uh, give anybody that's listening to this access to it. No problem. I'm not asking for money. Uh, it will change your life. Um, and and But the, the, the whole idea of why I went into the darkness of a cocaine addiction, is there's two things. One, it was a lot of fun, Kim. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of freaking fun <laughs> until it wasn't. Okay. Right. But years later, after I, after I kind of, after they put me in a straitjacket on November 14th, 1988, I had a psychotic reaction mm. to uh, my, my drug addiction and my, uh, my all other addictions. Uh, so they put me in a straitjacket and sent me to the 14th floor psych ward of St. Vincent's Hospital in New York City. You ever been in a straitjacket? 
I have not been in one, but I've worked okay. with people in one. So I okay. used to work on a psych ward. So I know exactly what you're right. talking about. Right. It's very uncomfortable to be in a straitjacket. Yes. And, and the metaphor in a straitjacket is you can put yourself in a straitjacket, a metaphorical straitjacket, mm. in any relationship that you're in. Or you can be free and show up with who you are and bring your best self to everything that you're doing which then will encourage your partner, whatever that might look like, uh, to do the same. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship, either you're going to lift each other up or you're going to tear each other down. I call it my life's either or principle. Either you're going to do it or you're not. There is no gray area. Okay. So I'm uh, very successful. Uh, self-taught musician. I wrote, have you driven a Ford lately? Or have you driven a Ford lately? Whatever melody you want to sing, <laughs> right? Made millions of dollars in the jingle business. One of the top guys doing it. And and um, every day when I went to do it, I felt I was a fraud. Because I was a self-taught musician. Wow. Now, I'm working, with, I'm working with Philharmonic string players. I'm in New York at the time. I'm working with musicians like... If you've ever watched the David Letterman show, all those guys, Paul Schaefer, Willie, all those guys are personal friends of mine. They all played on my jingles. Michael Bolton sang on my jingles. Okay. Um, all these famous people, I worked with all these famous people doing jingles. And, and, um, but I felt like I was a fraud because I, I mean, I couldn't even write a note of music. I couldn't write a note of music, I mean, paper wise. I couldn't read a note of music, paper wise, but I could play. I could play enough to be dangerous is what I like to tell people. And so every time I would, I would be in a studio and, and, and producing something um, and, and, and sharing my composition with like a Paul Schaefer, for instance, who was played piano for David Letterman, I'd play him and, and, you know, I'd say my subconsciously or unconsciously, that little small voice of negativity would pop up and go, this guy must really think you don't know what the hell you're talking about. This guy mm -hmm. must really think you're a fraud because he's a consummate musician, Paul, and you're not. Wow. Self-worth issues. Self-worth issues are behind everything, even in relationship. When you talk about people, that woman you talked about um, in the beginning of, of this podcast, it's all self-worth issues. So, you know, it's all about, you know, um, you know, abandonment. Okay. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tell these guys how to do this. And all of a sudden they're, they're never going to want to work with me again. So all that stuff. So what, what did I do? I snorted as much cocaine as I could. Right. I drank as much uh, vodka as I could to level it off. I, I, all this stuff, really, really destructive behavior. But, but for years I was a functioning destructive behavior human being. Okay. I certainly wasn't sculpting the masterpiece known as me. All right. Um, I was actually sculpting the ruin that if I kept on that mm. path would have been who I, who I ended up being. But luckily through fate and through source and God and spirit, you know, I was able to turn all that stuff around, but it was all about self-worth issues. So, so after um, um, I had the psychotic reaction, November 14th, 1988, um, I woke up, I had a, uh, I was in a, uh, the full-blown DTs, which is, you know, addicted to alcohol and everything else. And, um, and um, um, I was able to um, be put into a straitjacket sent to the 14th floor psych ward. And then that was, that was it. But it was going on for many, 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 many years. Hmm. And so what happened was I really finally realized after that all episode happened, and after I went 
to my third rehab, okay, um, and detox, and and actually finally realized, okay, man, that's that's not going to work anymore. That kind of behavior and that kind of lifestyle is not going to work anymore. And so I ended up getting much more connected to who I was. My spiritual growth was actually very much heightened. And I actually started to walk down a path where I realized that I didn't need anything out there, out there to, to, to tell me who I was. What I needed was I needed to connect what was in here mm-hmm. and cultivate that and develop that so I could live who I truly am. Because Kim, you know what? There ain't nobody on the planet like you. There ain't nobody on the planet like me. And there's nobody on the planet like all these people that are listening to this podcast. We're all unique. And what happens is we all start to somehow don't, we shy away from the uniqueness of who we are. For some reason, we're not happy with it. Or somebody told you you're not, whatever, whatever conversation you listen to that tears you down is what becomes your reality. Okay. And then, so I ended up working on myself. I, 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 I left New York. I was married at the time, uh, moved to California, kind of reinvented myself, got involved in a spiritual community out here, um, and really worked on, on, on Paul, you know, who, who is well now I'm a work in progress. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Cause if things were perfect, I'd have nothing to work on. So I don't want anybody listening to this thing going, wow, this guy's got it all together. I don't but I'm on the road to making my life what I want it to be and, and, and attracting the people into my life who help me and empower me to be okay with me. That okay? is Cause, amazing. Because yeah. when, when you're okay with you, yep. then you can be okay with everything else that's around you. Okay. Now is, is, is are things always going to be, you know, hunky dory or whatever? Absolutely not. You know, challenges are given to you. So that you get to up-level your life, you get to really create a new a new paradigm for yourself. Um, and 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 most people um, are afraid of challenges because maybe they don't they're not they, you know they don't know how to solve them whatever 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 conversation that they tell themselves. But the truth of the matter is, the strongest people in the world got there through adversity. Okay, yeah. you know the most successful people on the planet and the best relationships. Are, I mean, when you hear about people being married. For you know, forty years, people. Some people would go forty years. Oh my God! You know, forty years. Well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, they have this kind of relationship that is so enduring and so loving and so special that you know what, man? They look forward to forty-one. Now they're looking forward to forty-two, and so forth and so on. So, so all that stuff. Again, you said this in the opening too. Everything in your life is created by you. Bam. Some thought you have, some belief you have, it's all created by you. So once you learn how to clear out, clear out what I call mind traps, I call them mind traps because, and, and Kim knows this, you know, I like to invent my own language. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, sometimes it doesn't, I don't really care, Okay. The truth of the matter is I'm looking to create my own noise. There's a lot of noise out there. I want to create my own noise. I'm going to brand it as my noise. You can either listen to it or not. I don't care. Okay. Oh, I don't wait, do before, it you you. Get, before you get into the mind traps, because I want to hear this, because this is kind of the next thing. 
going back, because I love the bridge that you talked about from the moment that you decided to, you know, be in that dark place in the, in the jacket to reinventing yourself, what motivated you? Cause I think that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of times people want that new life, right. And, and they'll might be listening to this and be like, I want to be like him, but like what motivated you to really like turn the corner? Well, I mean, simply, you know, I was living a life that if I kept down that road, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be talking to you today. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, 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 but the motivation was, you know what? I don't have to do that. I don't have to live that kind of life. I don't have to believe that I'm not enough. I don't have to have, have self-worth issues. You know what? I, I could be okay with who I am. And if I just show up in that, Again, it was. It's not going to always be perfect. It's not going to always smell good. It, put whatever metaphor you want on it. But but the truth of the matter is, is that there was something in me. There's a switch that went off in me, and it was my connection, I believe, to source, which which really got me to understand that, you know what? I have this gift and I have this talent. Mm. Okay, mm. and I am not living life in a way that expresses that talent in a way that is empowering and inspiring to me. And if it's not inspiring to me, I'm not gonna be able to inspire you No, I or love anybody that. else in my circle. Because that's really important. It's like you, there, there was just that moment. And maybe like when you hit total rock bottom where you made a choice, like there was a decision to be made. And I think that's, you know, also having like the resources and help around you to like lift you up, you know, and move you towards that light. So that's really important. And then I also wondered, and then we'll get into the mind traps, but like when, was there a difference in the relationships you were attracting when you were in, you know, kind of that, the dark place and drinking a lot and cocaine versus after, and I'd love to just hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, you know, when I was in the throes of cocaine, I mean, you know, cocaine was big in the music business back then. This is now the the eighties, if you will. Um, You know, everybody was doing cocaine. I mean, well, not everybody, you know, but a lot of people were doing cocaine. So I was attracting relationships of people who were doing cocaine. Because if I didn't have any cocaine and you did, I definitely wanted to be in your circle. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And and vice versa. But I was attracting dark people, dark, dark kind of situations, um, um, staying up late at night, going out two in the morning, doing all this crazy shit. Okay. And and then running a running a, a business that, you know, multi million dollar jingle business. But running it on kind of fumes, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. like threads, if you will. Okay, I mean, I, I would, I would miss meetings. You know, I mean, the people who work with me, who loved me, you know, they wanted to do an intervention, and I said, you listen, if you want to do an intervention, then why don't I fire you, okay? And you can go do an intervention with somebody else. Now that was my attitude. So I was a, I was a real, I think I could use this word. I was a real prick, okay? Yeah. And, um, and. Um, and all they wanted to do, they loved me. They just loved me and they didn't want me to kill myself. Okay. Not physically kill myself, but just my behavior, yeah. if you will. And so, um, and so, yeah, so that, that, that was, um, so, so once I turned the corner, once I kind of gave up that life and trust me, it was not easy to give up that life. I mean, I had some dramatic things happen, straight jacket, rehabs, 
um, all, health issues, all sorts of stuff. But once I turned that corner and I realized that, wow, I just don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to live that kind of life anymore to have the kind of life that I really want to have. And so, as I said, I got I got involved with the spiritual community in, in Los Angeles. Uh, there was a spiritual center called Agape. Um, because uh, I'm, I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not religious. I mean, I um, those Catholics, boy, they're crazy people, kidding. But anyway, um, uh, I, uh, I was, uh, but so I was, I, I joined the spiritual community. So spirituality is, and that kind of thing was really a, a cornerstone and an anchor for me. And, and that's where I kind of understood the whole concept of, you know, everything in my life is a direct result of something that I do, create, think, and believe. Mm-hmm. And, and if I, if I want to, think and believe and so forth that I need to be a certain way to have what I want. And, and if I am that way and I'm not getting what I want, then it just stands to reason I should change so I could think about what I really do want and then go towards that. Now, of course, as everyone knows, change is painful because, you know, we're human beings and we want stuff now. I want it now. Well, sometimes it ain't going to come now because the universe gives it to you when you're ready. Well, okay, I know so one changes in a state of comfort. You only really change. Exactly. Uncomfortable. So to your exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and so and so so once I did that, then I started to attract other other uh, other people in my life who were were more in tune or tuned in is what I like to call it. Tuned into who I was. I was more tuned into what they were, and I was tuned into attracting those kinds of people in my life. Okay. And you know, and, and uh, you know, I mean, I've always wanted to be uh, in a relationship with a goddess and, and you know, I've attracted a goddess. Now, is, it, is, every day, uh, is every day a day at the beach? No, no. But, but you know, I'm, I, I, I've been given the opportunity to work on my, my shadows and my faults and, and all that stuff, which I have. I got flaws coming up the wazoo, okay? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, yeah, yeah. You wait, spend a little more time with me. You did know that. Don't lie. Okay. But anyway, um, but the truth of the matter is, is that, you know what? It's such a, it's, it's freeing yeah. to be able to do that. Now, again, as I say, you guys, uh, I mean, every day, I mean, I'm committed to working on myself, but every day I don't work on myself because there's something that comes up. I get triggered by something. And everything that comes up in my life that's not in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to live my life is a result of some unresolved issue. So, that, so you when, know, wait, wait, I, I don't want to lose that point. That's really important okay. because the, the triggers, I think, is what also derails us from staying on that course, right? Like, because you Absolutely. could be... You could be on that path and you're like sculpting and you're creating this beautiful life. And all of a sudden someone will say something to you that will trigger something from the past and it'll derail you. And then you have to do a course correction, right? But unless you are aware of that and you lean into that and then also use that to actually help you get over something that is really necessary, a lot of people do fall backwards. So I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Absolutely. You know, and it's like... And, and and again, these are these quote obstacles are, are put in your path. Yeah. To 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 intentionally, because the universe is very intentional. You know, I mean, listen. The butterfly happens intentionally. Okay. 
starts out as a freaking larva, becomes a caterpillar, becomes whatever it is, and there's a butterfly. Mm. Roses come up at the same time every year. An oak tree comes out of an acorn. The universe is intentional. So the universe is going to be intentional with you too. And then when you can listen, see, communication in a relationship, and I know you talk about this in what you do, Kimmy, as well, because you are, you are the relationship genius. Kim, Kim Seltzer, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is a genius when it comes to this stuff. And I know this, okay? Aww. And I, I think you need to know it too. And I'm sure you do. So, so, but, but, you, you know, the universe is very intentional with, with what it will, where it will steer you when it knows that you're ready to receive that information. But if you think that you can fool the universe, <laughs> then you know what? If you do, let me know how you do it so I can sell it. Okay. But <laughs> right. I don't think that's going to, let I me know how that works happen. for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And right. so, so after I, after I, I, I got, you know, into a different mind state, I call it mind state as opposed to mindset. Because I believe your mind state creates your mindset. Because your state of mind is where you and was where you'll go. So once you're able to control how you think and believe, and 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 where you put your attention, and 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 what you want in your life, because it's very important to know what you want, and more importantly, why you want it. Okay, then then you can start to develop what I call your personal discovery journey. So the reason I call myself a personal discovery architect is because there's a lot of people out there that are coaches, trainers, bing, blah, 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 okay? And, and you know, I, I, I know that if somebody wants to develop something in their life, then they first have to discover it, okay? And so I help people discover what they want to develop, and then I help them architect it. Okay, it's real simple. The real simple. How do you process. do that? Like, do you care to share some steps that you help people with to sculpt their lives like that? Uh, yes, and I would love to do that. So the 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 the, the um, so the, the, the again, the most important thing that that people want to have um, uh, in their in their kind of like life toolkit, if you will, is the 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 realization. Of, of what they want in their life and why they want it. So I'll say that's, that's kind of step one. What do you want? Okay. Uh, oh, I want to make a million dollars. Okay, great. Why do you want it? Okay. Mm, you know, may, I want it because maybe I'm going to create a school somewhere. Or maybe I'm going to buy 17 houses. I don't care what you want. Whatever you want to do. What you want, why you want it. Okay. Then, then the next thing you want to do is you want to, start to deal with with what your mind traps are. Everybody's got mind traps, okay? That's my word for limiting beliefs. So I've identified like 10 mind traps, everybody's got them. And, and I know I've got them. <laughs> and I'm constantly working on getting rid of them, okay? But they're going to always show up, okay, until we resolve them. Because again, what we were saying a minute ago is, is – Usually the biggest, the biggest obstacles and roadblocks that you have been, or barriers that you have in your life, call them whatever you want to call them, are because of some, some unresolved issue, which is also why triggers show up as well. And, 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 uh, and, and you know, and doing, doing, you know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over, over, doing the same thing, doing something the same 
whatever the, whatever the, that doing something over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Thank you very much for doing the same damn thing, and that's exactly <laughs> thank you. Right. Okay. And and so what you want, why you want it, but then you want to you want to do you want to kind of like look at you know I call it a tuning in process. So hmm. so the first thing you want to do in your life after you after you kind of got this this you know why you want it and and or what you want and why you want it, is you the next step you want to do is you want to observe where you are in your life. So in order for you to change something, you need to know where you are. Yeah. Okay. You don't wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to change. Change what? What do you want to change? What's not working for you? You want to observe what's not working for you. And then you want to identify why it's not working. Okay. It's a very simple roadblock, roadmap. Observe, identify why it's not working. Once you identify why it's not working, okay, now you have an idea of what your behavior or thinking or beliefs are that are causing you to to identify what's not working or 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 to to know what's not working. And once you do that, then what you want to do is you want to reframe that shit immediately. Excuse my language. Reframe it. Okay. So what does reframe mean? That means think differently. Okay. So you reframe that old behavior, those old patterns, those old beliefs into more inspiring and empowering ones because the way you talk to yourself is how you're going to live your life and you're going to you are your greatest ally or your greatest enemy and who knows you better than you so the way you talk to yourself is what's going to move you from point a to point b in your life okay observe identify reframe once you reframe then you're going to pivot into that energy then you're going to anchor it then you're going to integrate it and then you're going to activate it. I'm sorry. Then you're going to activate it and integrate it. And that's it. That's it. Those seven steps called tuning in. And so, so most people want to get to, oh, I don't like the way this is. And they want to jump to step 37, whatever that is, mm-hmm. in their life, as opposed to going through the process of, of actually looking at your life, taking what I call a personal discovery inquiry. Look at who you are, why you are, what's making you tick, and then figure out why you don't like certain things in your life and what you need to do to make it differently. And so there's a whole, I mean, it's a little more involved, but there's a whole process that, that I could I could take you to, and I call it the 12 dimensions of sculpting the masterpiece known as you. And then and then what happens is you begin to to shed or surrender or let go of all those those things that have been like keeping you in this box this box that you've built you know most people you you talked about it in your thing in your in your opening which was you know you know this whole idea of negative messages and and Mm -hmm. and fighting for your mind traps and 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 all that stuff you know you know you know a lot of people wake up in the morning and they figure out they figure how can i protect myself from me yes well you know what I would stop doing that if I were you. Okay. Yeah. So, so start to live, start to live your life, fully express who you are, tune into your gift because your gift is your gift. You know, I, I always tell people, you know, you might as well be you because everybody else is taken. I didn't come up with that. Um, I was reminded that I think Oscar Wilde said that. Okay. But, but, you know, don't live your life to the approval of somebody else. You talked about that as well because a lot of people in relationships, they're, you know, they're 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 people pleasers you know people pleasing is going to get you nothing other than people pleasing 
Nothing. Yeah. Again, that could be another whole podcast because that is something that I know a lot of my clients deal with. You know, I, I also, I love your system and I think what's so powerful about it is first of all, it's tangible. It's something that people can really like grip on. And I think what's also important while thinking about all these shifts is number one, figuring out like what you want, but the why is so important because I, you know, I'll get on calls with people and they'll say, Oh, you know, I want a man, I want a woman. And really their why has to do what society says or what they think they should have. Right. Cause at the end of the day, most people don't really even want a soulmate at first. They, they, they want to learn how to date. They want to learn how to love themselves, but they don't know that going in. And so they, yeah. they have to get clarity. Um, and the other thing is taking action towards all this mm-hmm. stuff, because you can do all this in theory, but unless you actually take steps in doing things that create that masterpiece, then you're, you're spinning donuts in the road, right? Like there was a woman at, again, at the retreat, just cause it's fresh on my mind. And she came in and saying, I want to know how to be magnetic and sexy and know how to flirt. And I said, come here. <laughs> And I just, and we did a role play. Right. And I had a guy stand up and she stood up and, and, and I said, this is how you walk. This is how you talk. This is how you look. And she did it. And I said, you want to know what is sexy? What is flirting? You just did it. And everyone clapped and, you know, and so guess what happened? The rest of the retreat, she was walking down the street. She was getting asked out left and right. She's like, men are looking at me finally. I'm like, yeah, because the only thing that was stopping you before was you because you had the shield on, you had blinders on. So again, like all of this is like so powerful. And like in theory, like we can all talk about getting in your own way or self-sabotage, but really understanding fundamentally what this is, is just super, super awesome. So Paul, thank you so much. Like I could like, again, I'm like looking at the time, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I could go on and on with you. Um, do you have any like parting words of wisdom that you would like to share? I know you have a lot of gold nuggets, but also in like where people can find you. Um, so my parting wisdom would be, um, you know, a couple of things. First of all, first is, if you're looking to, to really, really create beautiful, loving relationships in your, in your life, I'd listen to Kimmy if I were you. Yeah, that's number one, okay? <laughs> uh, and, and I'm serious. I don't say that because she's a dear friend of mine, but I, I know her energy. I know who she is. I know where she comes from. She comes right from the heart, okay? She's unconditional love personified. So, so that's number one. Number two is, listen, if, if, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, um, have a ritual. I have a morning ritual. Okay. So, you know, um, I try to spend the, I don't do this all the time, but I, I try to, I, I spend, try to spend the first hour of my day on me because I need to set myself up every day because every day is a new day. Every day you are given a blank canvas that you get to sculpt any way you want to, right? Either you can sculpt it in a, inspiring and empowering way or you can do the same old crap so at the end of the day you're going geez why isn't my life changed because you're not doing anything different okay so you get to so when you wake up in the morning figure out a way for you to to empower yourself to create whatever you need to create and focus in on what it is you want to create today not tomorrow because tomorrow's not here yet and yesterday's already gone so just learn the freaking lesson from yesterday and apply it okay get up and create 
an amazing day. I write this thing every morning called Good Morning, Great Day. It's a stream of consciousness. Today's title was Knock Them Alive and All You Do. Okay? And just go out there and just be you and, and really, really, really be okay with that. Be okay where you are in your life. Okay? And if you're not happy, then just you can change it. You know, Kim just talked about taking action. You know, so there's this great little concept called the law of attraction. You probably all heard about it. Well, here's what they forget to tell you about the law of attraction. It's one thing to sit there and go, oh, mom, oh, mom, oh, mom, oh, mom, oh, mom, big house, big house, oh, mom, mom, oh, mom, oh, million dollars, big house, oh, mom, 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 But unless you take action, nothing's going to happen. One step in front of the next, okay? Fall down, make mistakes. Who cares? But take action. So if you do that, okay, then what's going to happen is at the end of the day, you're going to look back at yourself and you're going to go, okay, I did this, I did that, I could do this better. I call highlights and insights. Figure out what your highlights are for the day. Those are things you've done well. And what your insights are. Don't focus on what you didn't. Oh, I didn't do this. And now you're in negativity. Mm -hmm. Focus on the insights that you can make into highlights. Always be empowering with yourself. Always have conversations with yourself that empower you. Okay, because listening, as Kim knows, listening is probably the most important part of relationships. Okay, it's one thing to be a really smooth talker. Okay, and sometimes you know I look at myself and go, "Man, you're a really good talker, bro." Yeah, well, that's that fifty cents will get me on the subway. But if I'm a good listener, then I'm a, then I'm I'm actually in the conversation. Okay, as opposed to being outside the conversation. So be a good listener. And just, you know what, do whatever you got to do to look at where you are buying into the crap that you keep telling yourself and change the conversation. And then just go out and have fun and, and love life. And if you want to love somebody or whatever it is, you want love in your life, the most important thing about that is if you don't love yourself, self-love is, is, is required to have love. Because your environment, I-N, your environment is what determines your environment. Mm. Right? So make, make, sure your, make sure your environment is the masterpiece not as you. And other than that, where can you reach me? So I, I always do this on podcasts. People tell me I'm crazy, but I love to be crazy. My cell phone number is 323-810-5588. Feel free to call me anytime you want, but don't pick up. You're going to love my message. I have people call my phone and tell me not to pick up because they love my message. Okay? You're going to love my message. And if I can help you in any way, I will. My personal email is Paul Hoffman, my name, the number 24, which is my number in, in my basketball jersey, paulhoffman24 at gmail.com. Send me an email if I can help you in any way I can. Just in the subject line, just say, heard you on Kimmy or whatever it might be. Uh, and and then uh, you can go to um, uh, sculptingyourlife.com and look at some of the stuff that I do from my uh, my my trainings, uh, my uh, my songs, my that I've written for many people, and uh, my brain technology. But but again, the reason you're on this podcast and the reason that you are working with Kim Seltzer is because you know there's more to life than what you have right now and how you've been living it. And so, you know what, since you know that, then just fucking go out and do it. And that's my advice. Is that all? 
Oh my gosh, Paul. Thank you. I, I have, I actually have one last request. Ask. Yes. I, I have this now like secret desire to have a jingle. Okay. Like maybe, maybe we could even like end up playing it when this episode airs. How like cool would that be? Something around be- love and something uh-huh. about getting out of your own way. Okay. Uh, why don't you and I talk about that? And you know what? Since I love you as much as I love you, I'm sure we can figure something out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Paul, I love you. I adore you. Thank you so much for sharing everything you did. (laughs) And thank you for joining me today. You listening. This has been the Charisma Quotient and I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you are getting in your own way, of your love life. Just hop out a call with me and we will talk about ways to get out of that and really map out a plan so that you can create the life that you deserve. Just click the link you see in the show notes and book that. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. 